Did you get, did you get, uh, Matt, did you get your friend Russell Brand to come on the show? Is he coming now? Or is he... Look, uh, uh, I'm assiduously uh, going through his Baroque charges. It's very Baroque. It's really Baroque. And it's like, no, it's hilarious. But um, the thing that we missed and we should have talked about on the um, free-for-all, free-for-everybody episode, which is a bit of a free-for-all too, uh, yesterday is the hero of that documentary is Russell Brand. No. <laughs> Darn it! Yeah, yeah. You didn't, you, you didn't think you were going to see that one coming. But it's Russell Brand. Uh, no, taxi drivers of that, the anti of that anti-hero. Yeah, is Sir Bob Geldof. Oh, right. Ooh. Yeah, the man from Live Aid. And and Russell Brand introduces him at like the NME Awards or something, giving him some lifetime achievement awards. And he's like, um, you know, he, he does this little Russell Brand thing and he's like really annoying, right? And he's like trying to make jokes and he comes up and he kind of, Russell, <laughs> he kind of looks at Russell Brand, takes his uh, award and goes, Russell Brand, what a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, and Russell Brand's just next to him and like doesn't smile and yeah. he's like glaring at him. It's amazing. But also he's confused. Like he has confused, a look of yeah. just vacant yeah. puzzlement. Yeah. And he so anyway, we won't talk about down. Russell Brand, but that was, uh, I thought that was quite funny. Do you think he'll make it out of this, by the way? Well, I mean, as uh, one of our uh, commenters pointed out on the Substack, and if you pay uh, and you're listening to this, uh, listening to this, then you can uh, uh, have commenting privileges. Uh, he's not charged with anything, um, so he's um, he's not officially in the crosshairs of much. At least one of the the yeah. main allegations is not a crime, and so well, the uh, first allegation is rape, but it's, he's been charged with anything. But at the same time, though, well, what about what about the fact that you know when you're vindicated in a court of law, it doesn't seem to matter very much either. See, kind of Kevin Spacey and people like this. If you're if you're not if you don't, it's like Bill Cosby. I get it. The allegations happened. There was a court case. He went to prison, and it all seems kind of his below board behavior now seems to be above board in this prosecution, right? Yeah. But like, I mean, when you're, it's the allegations enough, right? But um, the allegation was enough in 2020. If you or had one of those cases, or like in the early Me Too, which predates the kind of summer of insanity of 2020, um, then that allegation could derail your career. That's less easy to do that now, I think. And um, and yeah. and also, I his mean, what's going to happen to him um, is fairly independent uh, at this. You point. know, like what? Correct. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, um, I presume he's going to like sue people for libeling. By the way, <laughs> I mean this is the network struggling. Oh my god, it does says that yeah, network is struggling. and your your video is out of sync with your audio. Also, you need to pump, yeah. punch up your gain a little bit. Punch up your gain a little bit. But also, it says your brain is struggling. That's, that's, that. My gain is maximized on the machine. I'll go to my settings, but I had already thick, done that yesterday. App, app um, is not focused. I love that. I love that the two messages. One says "not focused," and the other one says. <laughs> <laughs> this is a really judgmental piece of software. Matt is not focused. Matt is struggling. All right, now, yeah. Here we go. How's that game? Oh my um, god! Oh, whoa! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down, 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 down. Hold down. on. Down. I'm sorry, Leah. Down, down, down. Sorry. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. It, a little up higher, a little higher. Okay. 
two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You're good now. You're good now. You're good now. You're good now. Sorry about that. It was I had it at that at a hundred yesterday, and it was at thirty three today for no reason at all. Hmm. That's quite loud now. Is it all right now, Matt? What are you talking about? It's a very baroque setting, isn't it? (laughs) Does it mean I'm still struggling, Russo? Um, Yeah. Okay. Rusty Rocket. <laughs> it's really called Rusty Rockets. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be, yeah. That's, uh, I mean, Michael, you followed the, the we'll follow up uh, coverage of it. Like, he's he's definitely taking some hits in the UK right now. It's yeah. a bad day for him. Oh, for sure. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, the UK, it's inevitable because the uh, tabloid culture there really loves to tear you down. And they should tear him down. I think he's a scumbag. And I think he's also a fucking idiot. And I'm glad that um, people are now realizing that. Um, some people are realizing that they haven't paid attention to him. But he's just actually quite dumb. But he's, he's, he's what the dumb, insecure guy sounds like when they try to be smart, you know? It's just like peppering every sentence with like needless adjectives. <laughs> <laughs> just completely like things that are out of context. And oh, by the way, so I mentioned that um, I had written about him and there was the park life meme. And the person who I saw that had pointed this out was a reason, um, uh, Ed Krayuski. Yeah, Krayuski. Yeah. yeah. Is he still at Reason? No. no, he left uh, five, six, seven, eight years ago. Um, and oh, okay. he's, he's, uh, I think he's <laughs> I back know. to him on TV uh, these days. I think he, he is. also lost yeah. five trillion pounds in his uh, yeah. colon skinny now. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, he good was always tall, but yeah. he's skinny now. Yeah. Shout uh, out to Ed, Ed. Pointed. Shout out to Ed. Yeah. Um, I went to I went to New Ed, Hampshire with uh, Ed once. Well, not with him, wow, but that's that where was, we met. Are you like that Sopranos character who moved to New Hampshire <laughs> after he was exposed? Yes. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that uh, plot yes, line? Yes, I'm show? exactly like yes, that. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Which, by the way, was based on a real mobster who was killed because he was revealed to be gay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that actually happened, happened in the show too. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, no spoilers <laughs> here for show. I mean, if you haven't watched the Sopranos at this point, shame on you. Yeah. At the end, um, Tony just realizes he really likes journey. That's the, <laughs> yeah. last, that's the last episode. I watched that episode. That's good <laughs> enough. He's, yeah, he's fucking don't stop believing. It's good um, but, but he, he points out and I didn't reread the piece that I wrote, but he points out that, um, somebody sent this to me that he that I pulled out a quote uh, from Russell Brand's writing, and I pointed this out that it, that it became the Park Life meme. But this was the actual quote. Can I read the quote? Yeah. Yes, please. And yeah. then you realize that he's he's absolutely guilty. Accent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This attitude of churlish indifference seems like the nerdish deference contrasted with the belligerent apathy <laughs> of the indigenous farm folk. What? who regard the hippy-dippy interlopers, the denizens of the shinnering tit temples, <laughs> as one face step away from transvestites. I literally have no fucking idea what any of that means. Zero. That was like literally in his Belligerent book. apathy. Yeah, nice. Belligerent apathy, okay. mate. You know, All right. fucking belligerent yeah. apathy. There's some romance yes. in there. Okay. Yeah. All sure. right, Russell. Yeah. Nice job, buddy. <laughs> Good to rusty see you. Oh rockets God. bringing the <laughs> firepower. Your rusty rocket is doing doing well these days. <laughs> mm. This is what they do, Matt. Just people speak out. You know that, right? I know. I know. That's why I don't you speak know. out. 
you know, I, I'm, I'm scared of what big pharma will do to me if I point out they're yeah. just trying to murder our children, which is facts. Yeah. Yeah, the guy at Pfizer who is in charge of the Rusty Rockets portfolio. <laughs> Russell Brett, he's like, just having you know, too big an impact on our bottom line. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. Yeah, yeah, we're, lo- we're losing so much We money have to stop him. Because of his rumble show. <laughs> we have to stop him. Stop Rusty Rockets. Just don't, just don't see it. Fucking loser. Anyway, what's going on? We got some emails? We got tons of emails. Uh, so I would like to read one because the subject line uh, is, this is from Mary, is I might be the pantless one. Um, so oh, I thought okay. might get, get going, some attention. Says Usually me. So I just... She's the rusty rockets. <laughs> <laughs> We're the Lauren, Lauren Bobert. Uh, so I just wanted to clarify <laughs> that I might be the pantless subscriber from the, I think, the August uh, Zoom call. Uh, to oh. confirm, I, I was just wearing very short shorts with an oversized Kirkland signature hoodie because I think that's what all the cool kids are doing. Uh, I just want to say, however... <laughs> I'm not so sure about that. I'm not so sure about that. I just want to say, however, this is the most I've ever heard men complain about me being pantless. Uh, Mary, wow. um, Mary, it, I can assure you that... It's it wasn't you. you. It's not. It wasn't oh. you. It was not you. You were not the problem. Mary in some short shorts, looking like she was about to go to a a, a Kirkland. (laughs) Is that Walmart? Is it the Walmart van? I think that's right. Yeah, yeah. The like a Walmart roller derby. I would be like, let's get it on. But (laughs) it was actually a couple of people in bed. Yes. They're in bed. Yeah. In in a state of undress. So the next time you want to come on one of our Zoom calls and um. Wear some risque outfit. Yeah, uh, just raise your or hand. dress like John Fetterman. <laughs> so he can, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are you sexy, John Fetterman? Right, fucking rusty, rockets. I will absolutely focus on on yeah. you. Yeah, we'll probably call yeah. you. Maybe the uh, like, this is for the bitch in the short shorts. <laughs> Maybe the squad uh, cast has better kind of uh, line management for our squad shots mm. for the pantless. Yeah. Yes, and I can't believe it. Yeah, that's like squad people don't shots. know that's what right. that is. So we're we're using Squadcast for the second time. It's a new software. Yeah, this is a because we've had some problems. What we're recording with, and there is a feature in here where you can take a screenshot of the entire group who's recording, <laughs> and it is called a squad shot. Squad shot uh, sounds like uh, a euphemism. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> she got uh, Beetlejuiced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a little too much. That's when you hook up with Rashida Tlaib with Squad Shot. <laughs> uh, I went to see Beetlejuice with Ayanna Presley. Squad Shot. No, uh, no, 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 no. Oh god. Oh man. Oh, man. Um, yeah. So we appreciate the email, but it wasn't you. It wasn't just you. Draw attention to your to your nudity. Um, Leah, Leah uh, is yeah. chastising me for using the word God. So I have to. Rain it oh, in. Wow. Leah's in the, well, in the office with me while I record today. Well, then wow. this email is perfect wow, for she's Leah. Like, she's like a religion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This comes from Michael C. The subject line is Catholics and Camille. Uh, oh, and he hmm. writes. Interesting. Oh, man. Interesting. Comrades, compañeros, Catholics. I never thought my heathen <laughs> a- ASS, sorry, as Leah's there, I'm trying to, would be Catholic adjacent. <laughs> she can't hear. She can't, she can't, she can't hear. hear. She can only hear Dad. Okay. Yeah. 
Never thought yeah. my heathen ass would be Catholic adjacent, but here I am, a graduate of a Catholic Marianist law school, making the pilgrimage to San Antonio for Red Mass, the same Mass held in D.C. to celebrate the start of the legal calendar for SCOTUS. I'm not a Catholic, nor really religious, though the 12th law of scouts is a scout is reverent. So, question, mm -hmm. what are your most memorable religious experiences? Uh, left that open-ended mm -hmm. for Camille to have an absolutely galaxy brain memory about telescopes that make me simultaneously <laughs> roll my eyes so far back into my head. I need glass replacements <laughs> like Dreyfus's bad eye. Wow. Whoa. Yes. Whoa. Yeah. Provide me hope that I can be the best I can <laughs> be for my small tribe in this miracle of miracles we get to enjoy together so camille you've been named what, is, what, uh, what was your most religious when when uh, ben uh, carson uh, touched you in the beetlejuice <laughs> theater with his magic hands yeah, yeah yeah sloppy hands my favorite book oh god well probably i mean so, some listener has to make a list of all the names of <laughs> i'm now lying i'm landing on sloppy hands. Go ahead, uh, religious experience well i'm gonna i'm gonna leave the telescopes out of it um that yeah. i'm gonna interpret that literally so during my days when I was uh, a devout uh, Christian, I'll go with that. Um, Seventh-day Adventist I mean, people. I, in, in truth, the stuff that I enjoyed most was um, the, the, the kind of fellowship and the praise and worship bits when I used to do like praise and worship. So to, to be able to you know, sing in front of the congregation, um, with the with the praise and worship team, trying to coax people to reach deeper into their wallets or come up so that they could be baptized. Did you do some uh, some solo singing up there? Oh yeah, I did plenty of that. Yeah, yeah, plenty yeah. of that. A lot of that. Um, so yeah, I mean, in general, I had a lot of great experiences, but I, I don't know. I don't know. You know, that was I was baptized. I don't remember it. it wasn't particularly memorable. I taught Bible study on campus when I was in college uh, for a very long time, actually. A um, lot of great experiences there. But I don't know. You, you, you meet people. You have an enjoyable time together. You have great conversations. You support one another through difficult things. But there was no revelatory moment. It was always pretty cerebral for me. So I don't know what to tell you. That's, that's probably a little anticlimactic, isn't it? Maybe I should stick yeah. with the telescopes. I'm to think of, do you have Matt? Because you've Matt Welch, if you don't know, has uh, you were not, you're not a religious person, but you've become a little more so. Yeah. at this stage in your it's life, it's been out of church all the time. Yeah, my Except for this of summer, that was um, <laughs> what was what happened this summer, Bobes? <laughs> what did you do? <laughs> no, just the the Bobes. I was gone. Family was gone. I was gone. It was just like uh, we, we were rarely on on uh, the on site at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of the yeah, habit. My most uh, memorable one was when I hooked up with a priest when I was like eight. Yeah, I can that see was that. Hot. <laughs> I yeah, don't know. I don't have any. Uh, yeah, I, we were just like um, you guys are scared other. of your spirituality. I am absolutely not. Uh, I would say the not most religious experience I'm to think you have cancer or something. I, <laughs> I had was uh, on Lake Okrid, the lake that borders Macedonia and Albania, which is this great weird kind of super old lake so the the trout in there are like dinosaur trout they they date to a different era mm -hmm. um and on the close to the albanian border but still on the macedonian side there is a 
monastery where Saint, either Saint Cyril or Saint Methodius, um, uh, invented the Cyrillic alphabet. And so long time ago, um, and this is a pretty big deal. And you go and, you know, the Eastern sort of, uh, Orthodox, uh, monasteries and, and churches are always awesome. The, just the art is, is crazy and fun. And there's dudes with beards and a lot of incense and there's a lot of off camera, like, Whoa, it's like what you imagine when like people in Hollywood try to make uh, movies about church because they never go there. It's always just like, Whoa, and like, Oh, Dominus, Iximus. And like, then all the horror starts. So it was that type of place. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, um, and it just felt, Dominus. it felt, it felt super like ancient and like, like stuff went down here and it was just, it was very, very transporting and just, uh, like, oh, this is, this is some kind of weird special place. Uh, just could feel it crackling. And then also like going to the, uh, uh, the, uh, Holy, uh, the church, of the Holy Sepulcher in, uh, in Jerusalem was, was pretty amazing. I wouldn't, mm -hmm. wasn't like, it was more about religion than it was religious personally. Uh, but like, wow, that's just the, your eyes like blast open, uh, at all these kind of crazy Christian sects that are, that are, um, battling over the space and barricading themselves up into you know the third story that can only be reached by this kind of ladder and then they're closed off from the public but more importantly it's kind of where jesus was crucified if you believe in that stuff um and uh it's all there and their people are are there on the spot being incredibly like reverent and bending down and touching stones and it, it puts an impression on a person definitely mm -hmm. i mean i've been to like the sistine chapel and stuff and uh notre dame as well and i i think I was impressed by the places, the architecture. They, they certainly have like an air about them, but I can't say that it was a religious experience. It didn't feel, well, I'll, I'll put it this way. I can't say it was a transcendent experience. It didn't feel that way. Like meeting my daughter and my son for the first time kind of transcendent, you know? Um, there are certain intimate moments where, that feel pretty transcendent. And I don't mean that in a sensual way. I just mean intimate. They can be sensual. They don't have to be. Um, I can remember like laying in bed with the wife and kids uh, earlier this week and just kind of taking stock of the moment for uh, for a half a second and feeling pretty grateful and overwhelmed, very, very wealthy in that moment. That's transcendent, I suppose, but I don't know. It's, it's hard to think of a religious experience that actually measures up to that, which is not to, to discount if people are able to find that for themselves there. But I, that just, yeah, I'm going to give that some more thought. I like when we get weird um, questions like that. This one might be related if you stress your brain and uh, maybe break it. Uh, comes from uh, Patrick <laughs> and the uh, and the subject line. Another one to get uh, our attention is, I may have to cancel my subscription. Oh. Uh, it starts with, oh, no. let me just start by saying I'm a hardcore fan. I met Matt at a dive bar in North Beach. I've brought uh, so many of my socialist-inclined comrades to the show's perspectives, and I cite the show as having largely enhanced my worldview and helped me refine so many vague ideas I've had in my head for a long time. But, mm -hmm. but, mm. as one who has gone to the burn 
seven times or so, I can't for the life of me understand how you haven't even taken one pot shot at Nick Gillespie's psychedelic vision quest (laughs) 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 and newfound lifestyle, especially you, M.M., uh, did you see that <laughs> yeah. Instagram video of him getting proposed to at sunrise at Burning Man? He looks to be, as they say, tripping balls. And it's truly hilarious mm. and wonderful. Uh, anyways, keep up the good work. And perhaps I'll be lucky enough to bump into Camille when I'm running through Golden Gate Park one day. Maybe I'll keep up my subscription for a little longer. And yes, I've had a few <laughs> drinks. You know... Um, <laughs> I would normally say, even though that it was on Instagram, I won't talk about it, but I can. You know why? Because Nick wrote a piece for the Free Press yep. about this, but I think it included either the video or stills from the video. Yeah, they're on trash fence. <laughs> yeah, being proposed to by um, his lady. Um, and I saw, I, I, I saw Nick the, uh, let's see, last week um, over at the Comedy Cellar, and uh, we, had a, we had a really fun night. And I uh, didn't talk to him about that stuff, but Nick is a, a sober person now, which is great. Well, and, uh, well, super. Uh, let's define. Well, I mean, on alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol. Yeah. Sober. <laughs> alcohol sober. Yeah. That's the important one, right? Yeah. The other one, he's all like loved up, which I think is great. So, um, yeah, no, uh, I have no comments on that other than the <laughs> fact that I'm very happy for Nick Gillespie. Mm-hmm. And I'm happy that he's uh, getting married and uh, he is starting life anew. At 60, right? Because he just had his 60th birthday yep. party. And uh, he was quite open about that, too. And uh, no, I mean, I, I would love to make fun of him. Um, but the I only feel comfortable making fun of Nick, which I do, by the way, in front of him. <laughs> yes, it's not. Happy to do. And he makes, he makes fun of me. And it's a ruthless uh, game that's been going on for many, many years. And I just, I, I feel bad doing it if he's not here. Because the thing about Gillespie is... It is like sucker punching somebody because if you make fun of Nick in front of him, you know you're going to get just absolutely like roasted right back because he's very fast and he has a very fast brain. Um, probably even when it's on 7,000 psychedelics <laughs> and you see the Instagram video, his eyes rolling back in his head like a doll. You know, like he's just like, mm. I'm like, oh my God, he's what's Teddy Ruxpin's getting married. And, uh, <laughs> Teddy Ruxpin. like, I don't know, man, there's a sandstorm. And, he's and it fades out. That's all you get. Go subscribe at wethefifth.substack.com. And then you can hear the rest of the episode. What would you hear? May I think talking about uh, communism and Walt Disney. Um, Amy Cooper, uh, Camille revisits that. A question that I'd asked myself a few times too. And um, yeah, a bunch of other stuff. I'm really selling it today. It's late. Come on. But just go over there and subscribe. If you subscribe before, come back and um, resubscribe and then send me an email at the Substack email address and uh you know maybe i'll uh, talk about it on the next episode on the next paid episode about how great you are uh for coming back to us and coming back into the fold we need you we love you we want you to have more fifth column and uh we will talk to you again soon thanks for even listening to this much of the free preview you skin flints
Kashinik, Bob, Bob.